Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The Sound of the Nation. My next guest has so far played two sold-out shows in Whelan's. He's currently touring the UK. He played London's Electric Ballroom last night and today... Tickets went on sale for his Inner Light tour in Vicker Street next May. Elderbrook, uh, so good to have you with us. Looks like you're finally out of the traps after a year in the studio. How are you feeling? I am feeling good. I'm feeling a little tired. Yeah, like you said, I've been doing uh, back-to-back shows. And um, yeah, I did my last one for a couple of weeks uh, last night in London, yeah. So it's been a long time, obviously, for so many people without gigs. They are back a little bit longer over in the UK than we even have them here. But can you take me back to the first gig back that you played and what it actually felt like getting back out on stage after so long away from it? Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the the first one back was actually Lollapalooza Festival in Chicago. Um, And yeah, that was incredible because, I mean, festivals are different anyway because... And it's just a different experience. You're outside, everyone's kind of going for it all day and I, the crowds are bigger. So, I mean, it was a lot to to come back with, to go straight from nothing for two years, <laughs> going straight to flying abroad and playing to a big group of people. I hadn't seen that many people in one space in so long. So, yeah, that was the first one. It's kind of a bit of a shock to the system and you think the things yeah, that you definitely. took for granted all the time. And uh, But... Tell me about uh, lockdown, I suppose, for you, because your album came out in the September of, you know, last year. And I think as far as I know, it was kind of finished anyway, I think, wasn't it before sort of lockdown happened? But you, you kind of tweaked it a bit at the end at that point. Yeah, so I kind of, I think I finished it. I'm kind of getting very confused with all of the all of the dates of the I last know. years now. But um, yeah, so I finished it kind of in the middle of the year, towards the middle of the year. And yeah, I put it out in September, which was during, I guess, the throes of of everyone being locked down. Um, and yeah, I guess I spent most of my lockdown time just in my, I had a little cabin in my garden. Well, I called it a cabin. Other people would call it a shed. I called it a cabin. I worked in there um, just writing and writing more and more and more music, which is how I actually ended up writing the um, the Inner Light EP that I released about a month ago, um, which is all, I guess... Um, it's all collaborations with people that I did online. And then tell me about the album itself. Um, I obviously Inner Light, I know, came out last month, but the album, what I what struck me immediately about it was the title of the album, Why Do We Shake in the Cold? And I know a lot of thought went into that for you, and I've heard you describe this to somebody else before, but for anyone who hasn't heard, explain to us where that came from for you, because it's, it's quite a lovely, deep meaning. Yeah, so for me, well, the to start with, the album was really about um people needing people human connection and i thought so one of the songs was called why do we shake in the cold and i wanted to call the album that because it kind of it made me it made me think of perhaps the reason why we shake in the cold is to let other people know that we're cold and that we need them close by to keep us warm and i know it's kind of a, a tricky metaphor but i think that really summed up how how i felt about the album and what it meant to me with human connection and and people, you know, just needing to show and to ask for, for help from other people. And I think the timing of that happening to come out when we couldn't actually see anyone um, made it even more profound, really, didn't it? Yeah, it makes it seem like I did it on purpose. Or <laughs> I was the culprit behind the the uh, the whole virus. But no, it was it was just um, it so happened to, yeah, like you said, work with each other. 
Now, I know you've done so many other things and, you know, it's, it, it feels like one of those things that will always be there for you. And you've been making music for years and before it. But um, talk to us about Cola for a moment, because I only mean it insofar as that was the moment when your career kind of went, you know, global and you find yourself at the Grammys with Camel Fat being nominated. And, and you know, can you take us back to that song even coming together? Because from what I gather, you weren't even in the studio for that long for this particular track and it just erupted worldwide. Yeah, so I mean, like you said, Cola literally changed my entire path, of the, my career, my entire life. It was, it's, it, was an, it was an incredible thing to be a part of and to have made with the guys. But uh, yeah, like you said, I was um, I was just, you know, doing my thing, writing with people in London um, and yeah, these guys were one of them, Camel Fat. <laughs> and I was there, yeah, literally maybe three or four hours. I mean, they had a load of instrumentals and we tried a load of different songs. And yeah, I guess it came together really quickly. And then we both went our separate ways. We didn't actually see each other again until the Grammys, just because, you know, they're busy, I'm busy. But um, yeah, and it all came together after Defected wanted to sign it and then cool people started playing it out and then everyone started playing it out and then, yeah, it just, it just exploded. It, it, what I love about the song is it's, it's one of those tracks that kind of, it really grew legs and it grew legs very quickly because I think mm. the first time people heard it, they were like, oh, right, okay. And then it just, it gets in on you and then you really listen to the lyrics and it, it's just, yeah. did you give those lyrics a lot of thought beforehand or was it just kind of working at the moment for you? Do you know what? I think with writing, a lot of the time I am... Um, I kind of just mumble things until it resembles words and I try and make a story out of key words that I've ended up mumbling, if that kind of makes sense. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, like I said, I wasn't in the studio for very long. I kind of, I think it was, I think it was quite a nice day out and I kind of just wanted to, you know, get, get it done and go out and have a good time. But um, yeah, it, the, it, what came out of it, just, I guess, not overthinking was um, what did that, what did it? What did me well in that situation? Are you at a point now, though, where you kind of don't really like to listen to it, or 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 are you not? <laughs> um, I don't know. When I'm when I'm out and about and I hear it in a shopping mall or something, it still gives me a little smile. <laughs> I know. Well, look, it is one of those things. I mean, it, it's kind of like the equivalent maybe of your Robbie Williams Angels where, you know, he got to a point with that, but he said it, it made me who I am. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's exactly the same. <laughs> um, so, Elderbrook, tell us what is coming up next for you now because it's been obviously, you know, nonstop for the next while. What is 2022 shaping up for you like so far? Well, 2022, I'm um, I'll be touring around Europe again. I'm obviously coming back to um, back to Dublin, Vicar Street, on the sixth of May, mm-hmm. which is a Friday. Uh, tickets are on sale now. <laughs> Go and get uh, them. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, touring, going back to the US a little bit, and uh, yeah, there's going to be. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of new music written by me. I I do hope that I'll be able to release it for everyone soon. That's what I'm thinking because over the last while, as you say, you've been you've been in your cabin and you've made all these tracks. I mean, is it going to be hard to pick which ones to release now? You've probably got so many. Yeah, there are. There's some would say too many, but it's being whittled down and worked on. And I just want to get it right for. Um, I just want to get it right and release. You know, release some good stuff to be playing um, on all these shows. 
Brilliant. Well, we will look forward to that. As you said, uh, you're going to be back over here May 6th. It's a Friday. It's a perfect night for everyone. Tickets are on sale now for Vicar Street so you can go and get them. And uh, Elderbrook, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Here we go. Jenny Green, weekdays from three on 2FM. The sound of the nation.